Hi everyone, welcome back to Sustainability Speaks. I'm your host, Saskia. On today's podcast, we are joined by Joe from Collibox. Joe, please can you introduce yourself and tell us a brief overview of Collibox? Hi everyone, uh, my name is Joe and I am the co-founder of Collibox. Uh, Collibox has a very simple mission. What we're trying to do is to eliminate single-use packaging waste from the food-to-go sector. And uh, we're trying to live up to our motto, which is take away without the throwaway. And what we have done is that we have created uh, award-winning software and hardware, essentially a tech-enabled system in order to allow um, catering companies and events to ditch disposable food packaging and use reusable food packaging. Um, My background lies in sustainability. So uh, in my past life, I was a sustainability campaigner. Uh, I've worked uh, with Tristram Stewart uh, in food waste uh, campaigning. And then I've also worked with uh, companies like Unilever uh, and um, Sainsbury's in order to craft the um, sustainability programs and also sustainability campaigns. So um, food sustainability is kind of my blood. It's kind of my, I don't know, bread and butter. So uh, it is something that is very close to my heart and I feel very honored to be able to tackle the problem of disposable packaging waste. What, what's the story of Collibox? What's the background? I lived in London for like five, six years now. One of the, my favorite thing about London is how vibrant the food markets and the food like system is. There's just so much to try and so many things to see. Uh, when I'm working as a campaigner and when I'm working, it is like essentially like an office job. Um, there are many things in our office that we try to do in order to become more sustainable, uh, including like, we don't print anything, we don't have like business cards. Uh, we live, we were working from like a very like, energy efficient building, et cetera, et cetera. But then one thing that I noticed that cannot be avoided is just the amount of food packaging that piles up every single day in our bin. Like it is almost exclusively things that are like related to food food waste or like food packaging. And I was thinking, uh, you know, I work as a sustainability campaigner. There has got to be something that we can do about this. And then so um, I came up together with my very good friend and now co-founder Ming. And uh, we put our two hats together and then we started going out to our favorite market, to our favorite stand and approaching people and asking them if they will be happy to use these reusable boxes that we provided. And really surprisingly, uh, we're really strange people approaching strangers and uh, they resonated with our goals and they said yes. So uh, from 10 people in one store, we kind of snowballed to uh, the whole market, to working with the local council, to uh, essentially coming up with this tech-enabled system that allows tracking and import data and impact reporting uh, kind of reuse system that is now implemented across hospitals and uh, canteens and events uh, that have thousands of users every single day. And I'm really proud of it. Yeah, you absolutely should be. It's such a clever invention and definitely so needed. Thank you. You have spoken a little bit about the tech side and the fact that it's reusable. Can you go into a bit more detail about the logistics of the packaging from start to finish, how the whole process works? Yes, uh, it is really a very simple system. So uh, if you're in one of the canteens that uh, is using Collibox, so all you do is that you download the app and then you register yourself. And then whenever you want to um, order some food from the canteen, um, you scan a QR code at the canteen and then show it to the person packing your food. And then your food will be packaged 
in a cutting box and you can take it away and eat it. You can uh, put it in a microwave, you can put it in a fridge, you can freeze it. And then after you're done uh, using it within seven days, you go to one of our uh, smart kiosks, scan the QR code and then return them. And then they will be washed and sanitized before they're returned to the vendor. And then the next time you do it, you get to use it all over again. And uh, the great thing about it is that we have a loyalty scheme. So uh, whenever you use Colibox, you earn Colli coins, and uh, Colli coins can be uh, used to uh, exchange for things like discounts and gifts and like experiences. So like we've given away, for example, Cape uh, Britain tickets. We've given away like champagnes and different things, and uh, people find that to be a really good way to motivate themselves to reuse. And uh, I think one of the most encouraging things we heard uh, from like when we're doing a market research is that most of the users after using Colibots think that it affects how they think about everyday habits. So they think that they implement, they like definitely uh, try to be more sustainable in their daily life because of this one simple change from disposable to reusable. Can I just ask how it works in terms of pricing? Does the consumer pay a subscription fee to Colibox or do the vendors pay the fee? So uh, our biggest worry is that it will become something that is a barrier for entry. And especially because uh, when we started, we work in street food markets and we know how slim the margin is for um, street food vendors are and also how people go to street food market because they want to have really great food on a budget. So uh, what we have to, how we designed it is that um, we don't charge uh, users anything unless they didn't return a box. And uh, for the vendors, we charge a price that is competitive with disposable packaging that they're already using. So uh, it is kind of a win-win for everyone. I'm very impressed by this whole concept. And I can't believe, I mean, I don't live in London, um, so I, I suppose I haven't come across it yet, but I think I'm quite surprised that I haven't come across it being the sustainable space. So yeah, very cool. Can I ask about the sizing? Do you have one size of the box? How does it work? Is there different sizings and shapes based on the vendors? So uh, I think the reason why you haven't come across it is because we mostly work in canteens. So it really depends currently if the canteen where you're at are uh, enrolled into the program. And uh, we're working very hard to roll it out to more places. In terms of the sizing, uh, uh, we have like different kinds of boxes. And I think most vendors use a mix of it. So for example, um, we have a divided about one liter box, which is really great for like curries and rice. And then we have an undivided kind of like bowl, which is great for like uh, soups and it's great for like noodles and like bigger meals that is like about a liter. Uh, we also have a smaller box that is great for like a side salads. It's great for fries. It's great for burgers, and it's about six hundred milliliters. And we also have two sizes of cups that are coming. And currently, the most exciting thing that we're doing is that we're developing a pizza box that is reusable. So uh, you know, London people love pizza. So the next time you go to like your favorite pizza place and you want to take it away, you don't have to throw away a pizza box. So a lot of variety and the pizza box is definitely a really good idea. And just to agree with you, I live in the north and I work from home. So that's definitely why I haven't come across it yet. Hopefully we'll be able to open up to like somewhere near you soon. Oh, for sure. I'm sure you will. I'm sorry if 
you, you already mentioned this, but just to clarify my understanding, where does the consumer return the box to? Is it back to the vendor or do you have drop-off points? So uh, we use drop-off points. So uh, when you use the app uh, and open the app uh, map function, you'll be able to see the different drop-off points. Uh, usually at every uh, canteen and every workplace or every like space that is registered for card box, there will be um, at least one drop-off point. So uh, for example, if you're an office worker, this is especially convenient because uh, in the morning you can use your colleague box and then like you can just, you know, as you leave your com uh, company, you can just drop it in a drop-off kiosk and then off you go. I got it. Although you mentioned about the where the idea came from for colleague box, what is the actual environmental reasoning behind this? What's the issue with what you would call like a normal food packaging? A really shocking figure is that about 11 billion pieces of uh, packaging waste is generated every single year uh, on the food to go sector. So uh, if you think back to like your meal deal, that's like about five, six pieces of packaging waste in that one meal alone. And that includes a variety of things that you can recycle, things that you cannot recycle. Uh, the recycling is a really great way to um, try to be more sustainable, but it is not the end or solution. Um, only about 14% of all uh, plastics are actually recycled in the world. And uh, the majority of it will either end up in a landfill or like when they're, uh, or they will be lost in the oceans or different places and polluting our environment and poisoning our land. And uh, so it is great that there are a lot of compostable solutions right now. But then if we look at the infrastructure of UK and in London, especially um, the rules of composting and recycling differs from borough to borough, which is a very confusing for the average person. And B, it is um, sometimes like when you try to compost something, you put it in like the food waste pile, it is not actually the right place to put it. For example, a lot of the um, compostable packaging are commercially compostable, and then some of them, them are home compostable. And for commercial composting to happen, it needs to happen in a very specific environment. And a lot of time, these packaging ended up being picked up and then incinerated so that the composting of food can happen more efficiently and to make the end products from it. So uh, even when you choose composting, A, we don't really have enough infrastructure in the UK to deal with the amount of composting that we we'll need in order to replace like, you know, non-recyclable and plastics. And then secondly, even when you send it to composting, a lot of times the composting doesn't happen. Instead, they're incinerated instead. And a lot more times, I'm sure everyone has seen it, uh, composted, uh, things that are supposed to be composted are instead like kind of misput mis into the um, recycling pile, which means that it would affect the you know, quality of the plastics that come out of the recycling, or it will end up like in the landfill going to the general trash, which end up just not deteriorating or deteriorating very slowly and releasing methane gas, which is even stronger than CO2 in terms of being, a, you know, greenhouse gas. And if you look at like uh, the whole, you know, way to do waste management, the best way to do is to reduce, which is to use less. And then the second way, best thing to do is to reuse, and then it is recycled. And what we're trying to do is to, get some of the waste out of uh, recycling and from disposed and then putting it into a reuse scheme. And we understand that a lot of times asking people to be more labor intensive and more expensive. And the reason why Colibos exists is that we've created a system that makes it almost as convenient as disposable and almost as cheap as disposable. And to make this 
the wind, like the end or solution in order to reduce the type of waste, compostable or recyclable that could be damaging our earth. So that's kind of the reason behind it. I'm really cynical about recycling. So I feel this is really transforming the reusable food packaging scene. I think it's really amazing. Like I've already said how amazing it is, but I really do mean that. Thank you. We love our fans. <laughs> <laughs> you spoke about how it's almost as convenient as putting a packaging in the bin. Have you found it to be challenging to get customers to go a little bit out of their way to return the collie box? I think um, like any circular economy system that are out there, the most important thing is that people do adhere to the idea of circular economy where things are used over and over again until the end of this lifetime. And then, then it is downcycled into other materials that can still be used before, like instead of dumping into the waste stream. So the way that Kali Box do it is that we, um, we, we have a cradle to cradle promise to our client. So not only do we supply the best sustainable reusables, we track it to our best ability so that they reuse over and over again. At the end of its life cycle, we also take care of the recycling and we track it so that we know that each box is used more than 400 times, which is its life, like its life cycle at the moment. And then we recycle it into other useful products. But for that to happen, it means that our users need to, um, you know, comply and they need to be, energized and encouraged to use collie boxes over and over again. And I think um, that is one of the biggest challenges we had in the past is that people are very enthusiastic when they sign up, they're very interested in it. Everyone wants to be like more environmental uh, and like, you know, be more sustainable, but then whether they can persist is the other problem. So we have, we'll, in the beginning, when we're first starting off, we'll have a lot of people who use it a lot of times for the first like, for the first week, they will use it every day. And then slowly they will be taken, like they will like be taken over by the convenience of disposables and then just stop using colleague box. So um, so I would say that behavioral, like is like the behavioral change to more sustainable behavior and adopting is actually one of the biggest barrier to any sustainability practice. And uh, that is also ours in the beginning. And the way that we tackle it is that um, we use the very traditional carrot and stick method. So for example, um, for the carrot, uh, we give a, we have the collie coins, which give people rewards. We also have like, you know, competitions where we like, if they're in the same company, we will have department against department so that they will have be enticed to uh, kind of like be better than the other team, a bit of friendly competition. Uh, we also uh, currently are experimenting with doing um, tree planting and also other like uh, charity supporting with the Collie Coins so that people are uh, not just motivated by material rewards, but also by like social rewards in order to reuse more and more and form it into habit. Uh, the other thing that we do is the stick. So what we do is that we don't, um, we don't charge a deposit, but we hold um, a small amount of money on the bank account whenever they uh, borrow a collie box. And then uh, if they uh, don't, ret within, don't return within seven days, then we will charge them the amount of the box. And then the amount will be used essentially to replenish the stock to the client and the vendors themselves. And that has been uh, one of, uh, that has also been very effective. So uh, currently our return rates is sitting at uh, more than 90%, depending on uh, which site you're talking about. 
And uh, one of the things that we are quite proud of is that our JU MAU ratio is 40%. So we have like a very sticky app. It means it just means that people open the app um, almost every day. Uh, one of our highest users used about uh, used Colibox for 180 times in a six months period, which is like crazy good. We're so proud of them. And um, I think this has been one of the biggest challenge in the beginning. And then through like doing a lot of market research and engaging with our users and really fine tuning what we can give them in the marketing messaging and this like carrot stick method, we're able to get them to reuse over and over again and truly participating in this circular economy and the essential part of making it circular, which is to reuse over and over again today, like to the best of the, to the, best of the power until the end of the life cycle of a product and then we recycle it. Over 90% is still a pretty impressive statistic. I guess, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's pretty good, right? <laughs> I guess it's kind of like the... We haven't had a lot of chances to charge with deposit, so... Yeah, you should be proud of it. I think that's really good. Thank you. It's sort of like, we're talking about when you're building habits, um, like, I think in maybe 2015 when they banned, when they're not banned, they started charging for plastic carry bags in the supermarket. And mm-hmm. since then, pretty much everybody takes reusable bags. And I feel like when you don't, you feel like a deep sense of shame. So I think once yeah. you've got this in, this embedded into people's heads, it, a very similar pattern will follow. Yeah, I think like the way that these things work, especially in hospitality, they always have a saying, like if you go back to the same restaurant three times then you become a regular so like when we were setting out to tackle this problem essentially it's like how can we get people to you reuse at least three times and then we know that we kind of have them like at least have it in the mind to always reuse when they go to the same place so I feel like it is like social businesses are businesses so it's really important to like understand people's behavior and mold it into a way so that it is not only like, you know, commercially successful, but also impactful. Mm-hmm. And what businesses have you worked with in the past or are you currently working with? So uh, currently we're working with uh, some of the biggest catering groups in the world. Uh, we work with, uh, for example, we work with the Compass Group. We work with like other catering groups. And then uh, I think we're currently working with the uh, some of the NHS Trust. So for example, if you're London, uh, we work with um, Bart's, uh, Bart's NHS Health Bart's Trust. I think that's the full name. And uh, so that will be like five hospitals in East London. Uh, we are uh, currently in talks to work in some events. Uh, we are working in uh, Morrison's in the trials uh, in the fresh food sections. And uh, in the past, we also worked with like a lot of um, kind of city council, uh, a lot of councils like Westminster City Councils and then uh, we work with other like you know big banks and like big offices like Society General and etc. I think what we are trying to do is um, where we don't discriminate about who we work with. I feel like one more person on the team is one more person on the team and it kind of takes all hands on deck in order to tackle disposable waste. As we spoke about a bit about how you'd like to maybe expand a bit further up north or, well, not necessarily north, but just in general, can you maybe talk a bit more about your future plans and goals for Collibox? Every single step we have taken in terms of Collibox um, kind of future plans is in a way to either increase our impact 
or to make the system a lot easier for our user and for our clients to use. So uh, firstly, I'll talk a little bit about um, what we have in store in terms of Colibox system. So currently we're upgrading our tracking system and we are building a smart kiosk and we are building an interactive um, kind of impact data panel. So that not only will be for users and for operators to um, facilitate reusing, but it will also make sure that everyone is aware of the impact that they're making so that uh, they're more motivated to make even greater impact uh, by reusing instead of using disposables. And then in terms of expansion goals, um, I mean, like our goals have always been to eliminate disposable waste in terms of packaging. And uh, we want to be everywhere where food is eaten. Uh, and uh, our current expansion plan is to uh, expand uh, in the UK and also into Europe. And uh, what we're doing is that we're working with our catering company partners in order to explore the different opportunities. We're definitely looking to move up north. I think um, Northern Ireland and Ireland are like some of our biggest target. And we're also like looking to move into Scotland very soon. So um, there's definitely a lot of things that we have in store and hopefully Collie Box will be coming to, you know, somewhere near you very soon. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing what you're going to do in the space. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining us. This has been such a cool discussion and I hope that everybody listening will be as inspired and amazed by the concept as I am. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. For our listeners, all the links to Collybox will be in the description of the podcast. So make sure to check those out. And if you enjoy this episode, make sure to check out other episodes and follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook for more updates.